Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, yes, we can't put that on nothing because. <laughs> oh. Seven days a week. Hey. Ass pussy. Make that pull out get weak. Okay, I have to do that. You're fucking it up. That's why that's right. We can't play that old stuff because we don't have the rights to that music. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it was a small enough amount. We good. Yes. So Cardi B and Megan has put out this song that is, you know, it, it, it harkens back to old school nasty lyrics that we grew up on in the 90s and <laughs> early 2000s um, with Little Kim and Trina. You know, Trina's album was nasty. And let's not forget Adina Howard, because she set a standard in R&B to be able to sing nasty about nasty stuff. You know, so yes, exactly. I feel so nostalgic. So how do y'all feel about the song? All I need is, all I need to say is, get your boots and your coat for this wet-ass pussy. Hey. Yes! <laughs> I, I love it. It's, it's very empowering. <laughs> I love when women are able to talk about their vaginas and they're able to talk about their body and express their sexuality without any remorse. I absolutely love it. And benefit from it. What you got and, to say? Oh, that part too. What you got to say? <laughs> that was that part. Um, there definitely was a lot of remorse towards them. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck all you respectability politics having holes. All you woke bitches that feel like you shouldn't dress, so you gotta dress a certain way in order to get a certain amount of privilege, girl. Eat my booty from the back. You sound like Suki. <laughs> it seems like the men, they, they got Congress, white Congress niggas talking shit, <laughs> doing things. Really? Yes, talking about um, 
these are the Cardi B and them are the type of women that don't have fathers growing up in the home. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we waiting on nice stimulus Meanwhile, meanwhile they cutting off snaps and uh, food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand it. They swear they care about children, but they don't. They don't. Oh, it's so weird and strange. Then you got CeeLo Green talking about it seems like it's desperate. And I'm like, where would you niggas and these think pieces about desperation? And where, they were where was Mother. that when the women were getting exploited Mother. by the men? That, I'm going to tell you where they was at. They was at Freaknik in Atlanta. That's where the fuck they was at. <laughs> That's right. I just feel like they, you weren't saying all this shit when the niggas was benefiting from the exploitation. Now the women are like, oh, cute. We gonna get our own money and make our own videos and make our and shake our own asses and get these niggas to watch and pay us and make our money. And now, get our own you know, coin. Every song. Mother, the no way. They, 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 I have to add to mother. Book. I'm sorry. Go ahead, babe. I'm sorry. Cause I'm I don't want you to lose your thought. Oh, because baby, <laughs> BET on cut. You hoes be y'all be still crying about that shit today. So baby, and and, and let's not talk about music videos because bitch, I've been there with the with the cis women. Y'all be using them like objects and making them do all different types of shit just to be the video girl. Let's not get into y'all because if we if we pour into your tea, really, you're, we're gonna make you feel it. Let us get our coins. Motherfucking pay black women and black trans women. Well, well, wait a minute, black women, period. This is <laughs> all together. Well, what I was gonna say is men sexualize themselves almost every song. So it's like, where's the self-respect there? Yeah. <laughs> you wanna, Y'all have your shirts <laughs> off. All the kind of stuff. Y'all be having them dicks out, though. They, they be <laughs> sagging, they be the bandit trade do be having them dicks out. With, they be sagging, that dick be right over. They be sagging, all booty hanging out. They talk about getting their dick sucked every song. They talk about fucking this, fucking that. They talk about bust on her titties, bust in her mouth, bust here, bust there. And that's why everywhere. I can't <laughs> That's why I don't like listening to hard rap. Like if they they real misogynistic in a song, I, it it really turns me off. Unless it unless it starts with it's some hoes in this hoes and when that now I'm here for that. They literally like, talk they about them, having sex at twelve years old. Like they that's the shit they talk about in their rap. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's the shit they talk. If we want to be real, they talk about losing their virginity as a teenager. As a small kid, they do all of that. They do everything. It's about the thing about it is to me is like you y'all are making like women being sexually free and owning their body and having a level of liberation and having fun, um, exploiting the system and that says sexual hyperfemininity and hypersexuality is it gets you gain and gets you capital. Y'all acting like that is destroying the world, but y'all don't say shit about the um, hyper um, promotion of drug use 
and using that and especially knowing, you know, the, the statistics of drug use. Like, I don't ever say anything about drug no. use and how it's used to self-medication, how it can, you know, lead to, you know, destruction of people's lives. Y'all don't ever talk about that, particularly around this particular era. Y'all don't ever talk about, um, in the era in the past when it was more about selling drugs, nobody ever called it out. Very, very rarely on a public stage called it out. Um, they will, but they'll no, blame they, it. They, they will, but they'll, they'll blame it on the women and be like, these single mothers taking care of these sons. Oh, yeah, they'll give all of that. No father figure in the house. And you know, we just got to take away. But you know what? Okay, so like, tell me if you feel like this, Diamond. I feel like there was a time where in, in the hip hop industry, they were shunned upon, like, um, like, like listening to rap music was like listening to the devil music. They would say that. And then they also would say like, um, you know, it's just, they, they used to give them shit uh, about I'm it. About about no, 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 no. Yes. The, the churchy, you know, respectable culture. Yes. I'm talking about niggas in, in rap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about niggas in rap. Like, cause we mm -hmm. get a lot of rap niggas speaking out against them like you know what Jermaine Dupri said a couple like a year ago or whatever um, now it's CeeLo now just just making it now that they're making money and they're dominating the game and these and these niggas ain't making hits think about it these niggas ain't make who made it who making a hit as big as why right now there's niggas like you get what I'm saying I'm seeing I'm not seeing niggas making hits it's like oh they're shaking up the internet like that so now that they are benefiting from it, now y'all want y'all y'all niggas hating. Y'all niggas is straight fucking hating on the chicks dominating the game, and that's all it is. Y'all hating it, and y'all now y'all want to have a community care ass motherfucking conscious. Now y'all care. Get the fuck out of here, y'all niggas is fake, and we see it. Get the fuck out. Right. Of here. <laughs> Period. All of that. Have respect for yourself first. First, we can talk about. <laughs> we can talk about other stuff. Let's talk about intimate partner violence. Why you ain't speaking out on that? Right. Yeah. Let's also talk about how you ain't do nothing when you seen your nigga slap his his woman in the house and you sat there and you ain't do nothing. Let's talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, honey. You speaking about this wop, but you was silent when you found out she got shot by the nigga. <laughs> you were, I didn't see no CeeLo Green speaking up on Megan getting shot by her nigga. I don't know. And it's like, oh, oh not everybody. Everybody want to got some children. Say. The same thing the white women pull out of their they bag. The children. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what the um, that's like, what the um, the the LBGT um, haters, um, demons from hell be saying. Oh, they just they have this agenda protect the children. They're trying to confuse our children's mind and shit, bitch. No, okay, so you're trying to tell me that um, motherfucking um, Ariel and the prince wasn't kissing. La 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 la! Don't be scared, bitch. They was kissing on that boat. So when two gay, two gay characters kissed, oh, now we 
we have this agenda. Well, bitch, it looks like you got an agenda too, girl. Because but I'm. I, but look, that's the normal. That's God's way, sweetie. That is the normal. <laughs> That is the way the Lord meant for it to be. All this shit y'all trying to do is just not cool. It is not of Christ, sweetie. That's All of that. <laughs> late. Late, late, late. But anyway, I'm so excited about them working together. I thought this was a boss-ass move. Me from too. Party. I expect that. I thought it was a boss-ass move from Cardi to work with Megan. Mm -hmm. And... The bossy of bosses ass move if had that motherfucking Kylie Jenner. I know it, it shook everybody because everybody was like, What is all doing in here? <laughs> that, that was that what, what's that meme? What's that meme of um Jocelyn Her Hernandez? Oh, what you doing here? <laughs> oh, what you here for? What why are you here, honey? I know as soon as her soon as she came up, I was like, What? Kylie? <laughs> but then I was like, oh, looked, that bitch ate it. She looks sickening. I'm that listen, I'm I can't head on the hole. Look, I I that bitch was eating it. And we, and <laughs> she looked good. She I can't lie. <laughs> she looked like her pussy smell like okay, I ain't going like there. Roses, <laughs> like roses and money. I ain't going there. I, yeah, I didn't pick up any, any, any um, hints on how her pussy smells. I didn't pick on any. I do say she was sickening and she looked great. And, you know, her pussy smells. I didn't grasp any of those hints. <laughs> didn't want to grasp any of those hints. <laughs> no. No, but she looked like money. She looked yeah. Sick. And what I appreciated, she wasn't super overly tanned. She looked like a regular, regular ass white girl with regular, regular ass hair. You know what I'm saying? It, well, you know the cute hair. It, she wasn't. She wasn't doing Ariana Grande. Not that she has never done that, but you know she was looking regular white. <laughs> but she looked beat, and I appreciate yeah. the boss move because. Everybody was talking about it. I mm -hmm. do. I think there could have been some better choices. Absolutely, I think could have been a little more inclusive. Huh? Yeah, they could have had some could have been a little bit in more inclusive. Y'all know I ain't always on that. <laughs> <laughs> they could have had one fat girl, just one, just one. Okay, so let's get into oh, that. They could have had my bitch that um that life. Oh, this oh this pretty big girl that I follow on um Twitter. Um N O A. Yes. She is B. But she ain't in the game. She ain't in music. I wanted it to be nothing but music bitches. If if I kick Kylie out, I would have loved Lizzo to be with what Kylie Kylie's position. I would have loved that. That would have been inclusive to for the fat girls. Now if you want to not be inclusive for the fat girls, the perfect bitch, of course, we know, would have been Rihanna. <laughs> like, the perfect Is bitch. Is that the first fat girl? No. If we didn't want to, if they didn't want to be inclusive of, of the fat girls. Oh, okay. Oh, they could have did Rihanna. Yeah. But if they wanted to really shake it up, they should have did Lizzo. 
also, if they want to shake it up even more, which is turn it for me, I would have lived if they would have had Lizzo do Kylie's part. But when they looked into one of the rooms, Young Ma was surrounded by strippers. What a that would have turned it. That would a motherfucking bitch. That would have turned it for me if Young Ma was in um was you know was in in that in that gig. That would have been sickening. It would have been love. I would have been like, oh yes, this is my sickening. It it would because she is a part of the rap game. She yeah. is a woman. This is a this a different type of woman. And if they she would have had strippers around her, it still would have gave the same sexy. Wet ass pussy theme. <laughs> that would have turned it for me. Um, I was really here for that. What about the girls though? So I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Oh, I wouldn't have been bad if they would have did it, put a girl in it. But who who would have been the girl that's in the music game? Oh well, that okay. Well, in the music game. There's some girls, but there are some girls. I don't know no rappers. Well, I guess some. I don't know. I, they could have, but I'm not. Mm. They chose high profile folks. Yeah, yeah. I would have. Um, what about just as a video girl? How about that bitch? It was just yeah. high profile. They actual rapper. But it could have been like as a video girl, bitch. Have me in one of the rooms getting the track together. Yes, <laughs> <That's laughs> I. If you if you was a rapper, no, as one of the video girls, bitch, just have uh, some 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 have all the girls in the, in there, bitch. I got some wet ass pussy too, girl, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Wear it out. I don't got no wet ass pussy. I have penis. <laughs> pussy, pussy ball, pussy ball. That's all that we get all in this in. in in this place, pussy pop. Brianna said wops. Wops, yes, Brianna said wops. Whereas pussy pops, honey, pussy stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel that that would have been enough for me if she, if they would have put Lizzo as as Kylie's part. That would have been enough for me, but would but would have took it to the, another level if Young Ma was in one of the rooms. I live for um, Normani. She was looking beat in the house too, twerking and doing a split. Um, I live for Ruby Rose when she was in that red and them red boots. I didn't like that girl that had the "Oops, I Did It Again" video outfit on. That um, red full body <laughs> catsuit. She was looking like Britney Spears with a bird box braid. <laughs> that whoever styled her, I didn't live. <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst. Um, I like the girl in the baby blue. I liked um, Suki. Oh man, Suki when she was on the interview. Did y'all see the interview with her? She ate it. She ate it. <laughs> I'm a player, Banshee girl. I'm always here for a Banshee client, bitch. Banshee. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. What parts were your favorite, Z? Uh, I was so distracted by everything. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot going on. Um, shit. I would say when they was in the pool. I would say that, yeah. Okay. When they was in the pool. I like their outfits. 
I really liked all of their outfits. But yeah, when they was in the pool together, I liked that look and that contact. <laughs> that contact. That lesbian gig. <laughs> I always like that. The only lesbian scene I'm not up for is Tiana Taylor and Kalani. Listen, wait me, wait me, wait me. How y'all got self respect? Like, I don't think y'all got self respect like that. Because, first of all, people that tax these niggas, that's self respect. It's like, fuck you, self-respecting ass hoes, girl. <laughs> that was my sick thing. Fuck you, self-respecting ass hoes. <laughs> Bitch, but all you girls, I see y'all on Sunday with my Sunday dress. Honey, I'm my like Sunday's best oi with my first full of shillings. Fuck, tides and offerings, bitch. Tides and offerings, baby. Thank you. <laughs> What I love, though, is how black women are pushing the other side of feminism that you don't. You didn't see white women talk about yeah. when it came to feminism. It was just like, yeah, and then, like, they would, like, hold signs of pussies, but they wasn't necessarily sex work positive. Um, Marilyn tried to push it. They, they, um... <laughs> no, you can't just push past her like that. You talk about white women. I'm talking about the modern feminism. Like you didn't okay. really see them talk about sex work positivity or anything like that. You rarely saw um, them include trans women because I like how was it Sweetie that included Nikita? I, I hear something. Was it uh, Sweetie that um, included Nik Nikita Dragoon and yes. that stuff? Yes, so Sweetie. It's it, and then uh, Megan The Stallion has been on. Um, legendary and uh been posting pictures with Laomi and posting stuff about trans it's just interesting like it's always black women that's really taking it to that next level <laughs> in the culture good so, black women right that is a part of there's a yes. book i'm reading called hood feminism and i think that is a part of recognizing that we have been a part of culture we have when we, when we, when we talk about masculine of center um, lesbians, when we talking about queer folks, when we talking about you know non we might not have called it non-binary back in the day, but you know what I'm saying. Now we all know that we are in black films, um, whether it be film in body or film in presentation. Black films have always been in this. Um, in this revolutionary inclusive way of you know liberating everybody that's just what that's just what we have what we have always done and you know i think it's beautiful even you know when we talk about i don't watch i i just watched p valley for the first time mm -hmm. and the i just watched the first episode my my homegirl samantha masters um, i'm gonna try to get her day, but um samantha masters she hit me up last night, late last night, and was like, bitch, I need you to watch P Valley because she has seen me. I had I um I I, I was kind of boycotting it. I was like, I'm not gonna watch P Valley because child, honey, they hired Isaiah Washington for uh for a role. I'm like, fuck him. He he's homophobic and he a Trump supporter and yuck, no, I'm not fucking watching that shit. 
But everybody is like, like everybody is like, oh, you need to watch it. Oh, you need to watch it. Oh, you need to watch it. And so, um, so I was like, so she hit me up and she was like, bitch, get on this Zoom. She sent me a link. She was like, bitch, you about to watch this first episode with me and we're going to talk about it. And blah, 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 blah. And so she said, you ain't got to pay for a hoe. I give you my, uh, my sign in. So you ain't got to support it in that way. But just watch it. So we sat up till fucking four in the morning and watched that fucking show and had the longest conversation about black films and um, being black films and how we show up in the world. And it was just beautiful. And so um, that's what, we've, what we're gonna do. We're gonna watch it together and examine just her, her deep thoughts about it <laughs> is making it more fun. Cause y'all know I don't like shows that got kind of subpar yeah. acting. <laughs> it kind of is annoying. And this is one of those shows but it's an interesting dynamic because it is literally a non-binary black femme person that is is running a strip club. Right. So, something something I would like to see though, with like this sex work positive revolution going on, is um, I I would like to see trans women in these conversations because of having to do survival sex work for so long. Like I would like to see the like as these conversations go, these um like people like Shauna Brooks, like she always has been had a platform where she talks about um sex in a in a funny way and just have been unapologetic about her seeing clients and her sex work, just, I would like to see like, cause I know it's gonna happen. There's gonna be more conversations around sex work. If you do have these conversations, definitely include trans women cause they could definitely put you on some game. <laughs> definitely put you on some game. Yeah. That was just a tip for anybody. Yeah. So, all right. Um, yeah, check out the Watt video and check out P Valley if you are into that kind of stuff. I can't believe I'm saying this. And I'm, I'm okay. Now that I know the position that Isaiah Washington plays, he really is just playing himself, his trash ass self. He is that person. And so it's not like he's getting redeemed. <laughs> he's getting redeemed. He is a trash ass respectability politic ass nigga. And I had, I had tweeted about it, and he started harassing me in my tweets. And so, <laughs> and so I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of my mentions, asshole. <laughs> I hope you read him. Uh-huh. I hope you read she him. She probably was nonchalant, but like, oh, I can't him. At first, I started off, nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> right. And he started, because he's from Houston. He was raised in um, Houston. Like, he grew up in Houston. And so he's like, oh, you can't be from Houston because you you can't you got too much pain and you a hater or or something like that because I'm because I'm not fucking with your homophobia. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of my mentions. Okay. He was like, I'm from that he started naming Studwood. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what hood you from, motherfucker. Shake me, girl. Homophobic ass niggas from the hood. Yes. And, and y'all can still motherfucking get twirled, bitch. <laughs> get the fuck out of my mentions. And so, um, yeah, so that was also annoying too. But if Sam didn't, you know, Sam really put me on. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it with Sam because she, you know, okay. she's going to give you a more in-depth 
conversation about it where we can examine it for deeper than what it just is showing on the screen. And um, yeah, we had some great conversations. So I can't wait to be able to, um, for her to come on the show. We, I haven't planned it, but I'm going to ask her for her to come on the show and share, talk about P-Valley. So check that out. Thank you, Cardi B and Megan Nostalgia. I was about to say Megan Nostalgia. <laughs> Megan B. Stallion. <laughs> and for giving us a hot ass late summer joint for us to twerk to. I live. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> right. Yes. You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now listen, I know that what is basic trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. basic for me in this life could be just the beginning for you. episode we talk a lot about sex work self-respect body positivity and you know talk about client experiences so I just wanted y'all to hear a sermon from a hood feminist evangelist Suki Listen, let me talk to you monkey coochos that was made that I said, oh, bitch, I thought self-respect was taxing niggas. Bitch, I said what I said. Know your worth, bitch. You was mad because you didn't like that, that I said that because you know it's true, bitch. You do not like throwing that pussy around like you be throwing around motherfucking town and coming home to them bills being due, bitch. You don't like seeing a bitch, a nigga cutting a check on a bitch surgery or, or on a bitch bag on a bitch car and you coming home after fucking that nigga that you think love you and your bills is due. Bitch, I ain't never said fuck niggas for my bitch, I said, know your worth and tax these niggas. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bitch. She, you don't like, you, I know you don't like that coming home after you have all these morals and this so-called self-respect that you have and a bill is due. Bitch, hell nah. Tax that nigga like I motherfucking said, ho. You fake-ass conscious hoes. Bitch, shut the fuck down with all that conscious shit. I said what the fuck I said. Didn't your grandmammy tell you that? Bitch, don't get that pocketbook out unless the nigga put some cash in and stop coming home with an empty stomach and an empty pockets and a wet pussy. Bitch, what the fuck wrong with your hoes? Why would you even think that's okay? Like, who said that? Who said that I was okay? Like, oh, I got self-respect. I'm gonna go fuck him just cause he loved me. Then I'm gonna go home with an empty motherfucking stomach and no money in my motherfucking pocket cause bitch, I got self-respect. Hell nah, bitch. I want every motherfucking thing. Bitch, we is worth more than rubies, gold, platinum, silver, and diamonds. A woman is. Bitch, I want love. I want head. I want cash. I want a crib. I want a car. I want a new ass. Bitch, I want every motherfucker. Then you go motherfucker offer, motherfucker. What's fuck wrong with y'all? Bitch, we is queens. And you mad cause I said... It said it blunt and raw like how I said it, bitch. Who, what type of grandmammy do you got that told you it was okay to throw that motherfucking pussy? That's how I know your grandmammy's a monkey cooch. Glory! Woo! Yeah! Oh! Yes, God! And that's Trans 101. <laughs> La 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 la
my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck <laughs> so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Okay, real quick before we go to the next subject. Are y'all Megan Thee Stallion fans? Yeah. You know, I okay, so what's your favorite Megan Thee Stallion song? That's it, and then we can go. Please. I like to know. Uh, uh, the one of the old ones, like Big Off Free. Yes. I'm yeah, here. one of my favorites, if I have to choose, Kaki is fun. Okay, mine is um, WAB. <laughs> Weak ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and give me everything I need. Yeah, she from Texas. I like that she. I don't want to say that. Um, I I was about to say I like that she natural, but that's kind of like. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does give those. Um, I mean, I think because um, it seems. Like the way for a lot of cis women is, you know, getting your body done and stuff, which is nothing's wrong. That is, bitch, I'm, just a, cis women. I'm just, I'm just saying, like as a recent, I'm, trans women have been getting their body done. Okay, I'm talking about yeah. cis women. Okay. So, like, I'm, I'm talking about in the industry. That's something that she, like, when you hear her talking her music, she be talking about how her body is real and you know, just you know. And I'm here for all of that because it looks good. But I mean, I think that's um, body positivity too. Um, just to talk about not like you, you know, your natural body because I think some women feel like their natural curves and stuff aren't as good as girls who've gotten their body done. So you should appreciate what you have now until you, you know, unless you want to do something with it, and that's something that you want to do, then you know, go for it. But like, love, you know, love yourself for who you are at the moment. Yeah, I like I, I like the idea of somebody. Um, of both being like if you like kylie is a perfect example she's not a black woman but whatever kylie has gotten done has taken her to a whole nother level <laughs> like she got, you know she got, she got, she got in a, a positive way done, body done everything yeah so to me i feel like child if it's taking you to that level bitch go ahead like <laughs> I, I ain't mad about it like bitch if whatever it may be now we can have conversations about you know what the like you know let's let's take summer walker like you know did it take her to a better level i think so just but like, she because she's been problematic though because she's been problematic in the midst of that i think people kind of just put her to the side how is she problematic 
Um, just coronavirus, um, conspiracy theorist type of feel. But and... <laughs> <laughs> nigga, oh, I know you're not talking about nobody but conspiracy theorists. Did you believe that? No, no, no. It's no. She has a, too big of a platform to uh, put out misinformation because there was a lot of misinformation and there was a lot of um, xenophobic stuff. It was just a lot of different yeah. stuff where people were complaining about. So I think people kind of put her to the side a little bit. She hasn't really been writing music like that since her surgery. So I don't know. Yeah. I just have been seeing, seeing, seeing her, and she looks sickening. So there can be a conversation <laughs> had because these some a lot of times some of these surgeries, and the where they go, is rooted in white supremacy, like getting your nose smaller and pinched and more white looking. You know, I can, you know, I can. We there can that can be a conversation, but um. You know, sometimes it should be looking good and they look sickening. <laughs> and I live, whether it's natural or not, because even in the conversation you was talking about, Mia, you know, it's Megan's body is sickening. Like, even natural. So, if, if I think the people who have a problem with accepting their natural body, not all the time, but in some of cases, you it know, still fits her beauty standards if you want to be real about it. Yeah, her, Megan still her body, the natural body still fits in beauty standards. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know, yeah, it's natural, but it's still sickening, girl. Yeah. So it's, it's not hard to accept that, girl. So, <laughs> right. so when we when we talk about um, people accepting their body, are you are we talking about the apple shaped girls? <laughs> are we talking about what the apple shaped girls? The girls, you know who you know who are not a figure eight who are you know you know what I'm saying that's that's when that's when you get a person who doesn't fit the standard. Are we fighting for them to accept their natural body? Are we fighting for them to be able to say, um, "Hey, here it is, boom, boom, boom." I think those are the people who are really doing the work. I, I agree. Not, that was why you got it like say an apple shaped girl. That's what they call it. I'm for real. That's what they call it. I ain't been for never heard that before. <laughs> what? Yeah. You, you ain't never heard of pear shape, apple shape. I ain't heard of pear shape, but I never, I never heard of apple shape. It comes from the same same thing. Pear that, is. I mean, they fruit. <laughs> no. <laughs> pear, pear means that you are small at the top and boomed at the bottom. Yeah, the apple is more round around the middle. And you know, mm. like an apple shape. Um, okay. And, you know, figure eight is big up top, small waist, big on the bottom. And so, yeah, that's oh, for real. That's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd be funny. <laughs> I did not know that. I, so I wouldn't have kid like that if I would have known, you know. <laughs> my first time hearing it. So I hope I didn't offend nobody. No, I don't think it was offensive. I just you just didn't know. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's easy for somebody to have that kind of conversation and and accept that. But I don't know. I feel like if you if it's natural, wear it out, blah 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 blah. If it's worked on, honey, I'm a trans woman, so honey, you know I don't give a fuck about no worked on, honey. Get, get, you can't. I feel like you can't talk about um, 
women having autonomy over their body and then like surgery shame or natural shame yeah. like i i'm surgery positive because i had surgery like i believe in surgeries if you have if you can have access to that if you like i'm not a surgery shamer so i'm not gonna do that like and i feel like people only really do that when it comes to black women like we see white women do it all the time it's just like oh she got botox I think they I think they're under the same strict thing. It may be it may be different levels of oppression to fit into European beauty standards for them, but they do get judged for getting implants. They do get judged for um you know, for body by people who are like you said, who who body shame um the work, even if they're white. I think they both do that. I think it's just a different level for black women because you add the racial component. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that they totally exempt from it, but I do think it's more exacerbated because you're adding the racial. I um, think I think the reason why is because, you know, they there's like this stereotype that a black woman's body is supposed to look a certain type of way. But I've seen slim black women, naturally athletic black women, that, you know, they they don't have like that necessarily big, big apple apple bottom, like, but they're still fit and they still have nice shapes, you know? Um, and I think because society sees black women as these voluptuous women, because you this goes back, 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 back to like the the woman with the big butt that um the yeah. white people yeah, the white people used to exploit. Yeah. So, um like I, I feel like since society feels like oh you should already have a body like that like why would you get why would you get work done you're you know when you're supposed to naturally already look like this or you're supposed to naturally and i think that i think that's pushed upon a lot of young women at a younger age because like they're like okay i know that you know the, it's a stereotype for me to have this such and such and such a body and everybody doesn't develop like that like everybody doesn't develop their titties and at the same time some some women um, reach their period at 18, but some women have reached theirs at 11. I mean, everyone is different. Let me say this, I, but that also, what you just explained also uh, points out how full of shit people are in regards to their um, their judgment of black women. Black women, in, in these standards, they can't win either way because mm -hmm. if they're too voluptuous, then the, how the tropes of black women set up if they're too voluptuous they're a mammy they are fat and overweight you're just um adding to the statistics in obesity and diabetes if they're too voluptuous da, 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 da. if they're too um stripper like you know not 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 plus size but stripper like big titties big ass that is their bodies is unprofessional. They can't wear certain clothes because that just yeah. professional. Blah 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 blah. If they're too, um, if they're too on the athletic side, oh, see, black women look like men. They always look like men. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. So it don't matter what body type a black woman has, there is a stereotype and a trope that matches that to demonize them in any kind of way. So it don't matter what body type you are. 
<laughs> you know, as a black woman, they got something to say. So you can't win. So you might as well love what the fuck you got, however it comes, or however you can create it. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, because it don't matter what you do, motherfuckers is going to have something to say. You a man, you fat, you a mammy, you this, you, you a stripper, you did it. Get the fuck out of here. Do your thing. Do what you want to do. Um, and because motherfuckers gonna always have a problem with it. And that's why having a more expansive idea about what, um, you know, what a woman is is important. What, a, um, you know, what a woman looks like, what a woman feels like, you know, it, it, to have a more expansive idea in that regards, allow everybody to fit in and we can be allies. Anyway. I agree. Go ahead, Bobby. I, I just got baffled for a second because I'm sitting here thinking about when I saw people saying that if you're attracted to Serena Williams, that you're gay. Her body is just amazing. Uh, fuck amazing. She's <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest athletes ever. Her body and is sickening. People made her into this undesirable, you gay. And then she's dark skin too. It's crazy. So you gotta put that into, don't forget that. They are, they are, Society already already um, stereotype dark skinned women as masculine. Mm-hmm. I never came with of that. When y'all got these motherfucking prepubescent ass models as sexual items and object objectify them, and they ain't even got no titties and hips, and they look like fucking teenage boys bodies, and you trying to act like. You know that being attracted to this voluptuous athletic Serena Williams is gay. <laughs> you know what that makes me think of, Diamond? You seen y'all seen three hundred? Yeah. Y'all seen three hundred? You ain't seen three hundred. What? It's like a part where he goes up to speak to like some Greek gods or some some crazy looking ass beast that's speaking to him. It's supposed to be like an oracle, some shit. Well, then they like say that this woman is like the most beautiful woman in the in the land, and then like it turns the camera into this skinny ass. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm not gonna even say that because that started to sound violent. Okay, let me switch the subject. This is what I was about to say before I, I start talking about this. I, I do sometimes like in sex work, I will, I will play into that, um, that privilege of what men value more as far as being natural. And in my headlines, I will say, "Oh, my natural body." Da 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 da. And I will get so many like guys say, oh my God, da, 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 and then oh my God, I can't believe you shake like the blah blah blah. But I only do that so that I can get a, a coin. Yeah. You know what I also I'm being real. You know no, what I <laughs> what I'm also thinking about is I was watching Saturday. But but no, but the but it's true also. I do wanna but I but I, I do want surgery also. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's actually what I was kind of going to bring up is I was watching Fat Girls with Monique and I admired the empowerment she was doing. It wasn't popular at the time. She was doing for, she was what like one of the first yeah. black women to, to be fat and be on screen and make an empowerment, empowering type of movie for a fat girl specifically. And then when she decided to, you know, work out and eat right and be positive about health and stuff, 
and started to shed a few pounds, people started to talk bad about her. Same with Oprah. They're like they couldn't be fat women on screen and exist and talk about fatness and being curvy, but at the same time striving to be healthier and so happen to lose a couple pounds without people saying negative stuff. Saying so they, like, they sold out the community. What'd you say? There's like they without them saying or being accused of um selling out the fat community. Right, right. I thought about that too. I'm like, damn, like I'm really dissecting how much society really hate black women and like how much black men try to say, no, that's not true. No, there's no way you can hate like the gaslight. There's no way that we can hate each other because the white man set it up for us to hate each other. No other race goes hard at each gender, blah, 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 as hard as black people do. And it's like, because y'all motherfuckers won't listen. <laughs> y'all won't listen. So yes, black women gonna go off and then do for themselves and be like, fuck you. I'm a trick, I, you my trick. Uh, you gonna trick off on me, I'm a tax, boom, boom. No matter what they do, it's like, nah, whatever. Like, y'all ain't gonna get no real men. Real men ain't gonna want no Cardi B people always act but going back to what you said mia people always act that shit that um z just was talking about people always act like and try to make these rules about what men will like what men don't like always from the gaze of fucking men sweetie in the mm -hmm. same way that you know how we talk i talked about with i talk about this with samantha masters last night you know, the same way we talk about black folks got a PhD in racism because from birth, we fucking live in it. Like we know how to clock microaggressions. We know how to clock why this is, why this is that. We have a PhD in racism. But femme folks, whether it's femme in body or femme in presentation, femme folks have a PhD in femininity and, and sexism. And, and all those things, we know how to play to the gaze of men because we learn it really, really early because they start mm -hmm. fucking being predators to us early on. Yeah. So, you know, it either is going to turn us into fear, fear, fear of men or yeah. learn how to balance exploiting <laughs> that dynamic and learning how to like you just was talking about how to um what to put on your ass to make money what how to flirt with a nigga to let him give you some extra cookies at the cafeteria how to how to um you know how to do how to exploit the dynamic of the culture with your femininity with your feminist how to do that and how to come up how how to um, manipulate and get that social capital we know we learn early on go ahead More specifically for me learning how to capitalize off my vagina <laughs> that's what no, i said no, that's, yeah. that's why i said yeah them in body and yeah. in presentation yeah. so and and why and I, I hope that's not triggering but having a vagina quote unquote, you know uh, being a fat in body in that way um 
and femme in, in, in presentation would be if you don't have a vagina and you just are and you, you're expressing it in in the outward form where people see that the nuances of all that anybody who fit in a film in that regard we know how that can be exploited we learn it early on we learn how to use that to our advantage now what we have to gauge which we also learn at an early at an early age is how open we are about using that skill because you can't just have it out there because them motherfuckers, mm -hmm. like, oh, she a hoe, she a yep. oh, you not a good girl. You you know, good girls don't run around using that that tool because you gotta hide that. But then they give you, I want a lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheet tea. Yep. Okay, I know how to turn it on. Yep. I gotta give you, I gotta give you a little one, two, three in order to get your attention and let you know that okay, I'm a put out, but not but not be available for nobody else but you. But, right. But also every group, whether it be the non-respectable group or the respectable group is giving lessons on how to use your femininity to control men, to get what you want from a man, to get the godly kind of man that you deserve. You need to be the proverb 31 woman. If you really want a husband, this is, you got to dress like this. You got to yeah. wear like this. You got to, they all are trying to give you lessons on how to use that feminine capita in your, in your favor to get favor with men. Whether you're a church woman or you are a hoe on the whole straw. That that priestess, <laughs> not priestess, but that um, whoever it is that is teaching that girl how to be safe on the whole straw, that um, that that uh, that mother, that OG, <laughs> that is teaching her how to make that money, how to hey, you need to dress like this, you need to put this on, you need to, you know, don't jump in that car. This is a nigga who got the money for you. There's a scene in P Valley that shows this too. Um, there's a scene, um, there's a, let me show you that, you know, that nigga broke. Cause look at his motherfucking shoes. You know, that nigga broke because blah, 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 blah. This is how you clock the game. That same woman is doing the same exact thing that that usher board member at the church. Oh baby, you need to wear your girdles. You need to, um, you need to uh, make sure that you covered up. Cause ain't no man going to like you. You're not going to get a good husband. If you're showing all your goodies to all the rest of the men, he going to think mm -hmm. so I'm showing you how to be this respect. I'm teaching you the game in this grooming you in this church setting on how to get what you want ultimately, which is a husband, blah, blah, blah. Over here, it might be a client, a trick, a money, a dollar. But over here, it's also a client, a trick, a money, security of a house with a husband. It's the same exact thing. The game is being played in different jungles, whether you're in the Amazon forest or you're in the Sahara Desert. The predator and prey is still the same exact motherfucking thing. Then take me to the jungle. Life, life and patriarchy. Yeah. Like yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So that is, you know, I feel it's quite interesting when people try to make themselves so different, but it's not. We the same thing. We out here trying to work the system. And sometimes you gotta be, sometimes you gotta play, be problematic a little bit. Cause you, I, I know when I was escorting, I bitch, I would be fucking, I would, if I go to LA, I'm gonna be light-skinned mixed girl. <laughs> that's what they want. You know, light skin Miss Girl, 
um, biracial. Uh, you ain't gonna see me in no burgundy hair. I'm gonna give you some. Bitch, I'm changing races. I'm Puerto Rican, Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ex something exotic. My, I'm gonna be Brazilian and Dominican. Blah 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 blah. blah. From I know the game. If I say I'm black. It's gonna be a whole thing. Because in the same way that black girls, that black black escorts or white escorts say, "Oh, I'm not gonna see you no know, black male clients." No, we're not seeing black male. The clients say the same thing. We're not going to see no black girls. They ghetto. They be at ghetto hotels, and they, they be trying to rob us. Blah, blah, blah. They say the same thing. So I want to give you something a little bit more exotic, a little bit more less, a little bit less black, because I know that's what's going to get me my money. And that may be problematic, but this is... That's the truth, though. But you want to know what's crazy? Like, I can, I can probably count on my hand the number of white clients I've had compared to black clients. Like the majority of my clients throughout my years of um, escorting have always been black and Hispanic. Yeah. Okay. I would be broke if I just saw white clients. Broke. I would be broke. <laughs> and, and I'm not, uh, it's not that I don't understand why you would choose white clients. They're so much easier. Like they are, yes, they, uh, they, they, they have their money ready. They ain't calling you a negotiator. They are. They got my shit put in a um an envelope. I'm not nothing off the dresser. They not bargain shopping. I don't got to suck dick for five hours. Bitch, I can just, I can, I can just, bitch, I can really just sit there and look pretty and send you a video later, or we can, or or bitch, I can. What we gonna do is chill have a really cute conversation and then end it on this 10 minute quickie <laughs> i'm here for that but i'm supposed to be here for two hours so give me my rate and they don't be tripping but yeah. now that this bitch we gonna be fucking the whole two hours the the i gotta do the sun the moon the stars cartwheels <laughs> magic tricks I got a speed roll. I'm on bathroom. Check the condom wrong? every six, seven, eight times. To make sure this nigga ain't trying to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, girl, the most. They do the most. And I got, and are you there to see me? Or are you there to rob me? <laughs> yeah, that's cool, bitch, because then I, I got to let you know. I got to talk, and sometimes, sometimes I do see the bandy trade, and I got to bandy it up a little bit, like, oh, yeah, I'm over here. What's up? You got my right, though. Don't come over here playing with me, though, because I'm I'm not playing no jokes. Like, this ain't what you want. I don't got time for games, baby. Okay. You got buys 200. Okay. And I need my money straight up. Like give and give them all let's of that. The, come on, baby. Let's get the business out of the way. You talking too much. Let's get the business out of the way, darling. Come on. Let's, but then let's when the white boys get out of the way, so we can have fun. But you gotta switch it up when the white boys be on the phone. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, gosh, that is so awesome. Okay, so my rate is definitely five hundred. <laughs> that's okay. Okay, baby. Okay, so like, uh, no, it's okay, baby. <laughs> so, what time? so what time are we? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Call switch like a motherfucker. 
And, you know, and then also knowing the game, I was talking on my live. I do a live show every at 7 o'clock on my, um, on my YouTube. I was talking to one of the girls. One of the girls was like, hey, you know, I always, I'm the girl in the pictures. I don't give a fuck about being the girl in the pictures because I'm going to have four motherfucking ass going with my pictures, my real pictures, and a, and a Mexican bitch, and a motherfucking Asian bitch, and a white bitch, because when he come through that door and see my fine motherfucking ass, he done spent his gas to come here, he ain't gonna turn around. <laughs> right, and, and that's the way you get your coins. That's how you get your coins. I'm getting the Asian bitch clients, I'm getting the white bitch clients, I'm getting the white bitch clients, and I'm getting the black girl clients, and I, I put a dark skin bitch up there too. Let's see what we give it. I'll have a whole five ass running because when that nigga done spit his ass and came all the way to my hotel room and I'm sitting there with my hair looking lovely, titty sitting up right in my in my teddy, looking love, looking big. Word, bitch. What what he gonna do? Walk out? No. <laughs> no, he goes Word. I'm gonna say, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, baby. She went to get something to eat and she just hasn't came back. But I can take care of you. I can take care of you. Do you have your ray? Thank you. <laughs> Let's hurry up before she comes back. Come on, baby. And that's why they always be like, Are you sure you look like your pictures? Yeah. You FaceTime verified. <laughs> that bitch no. said you gonna FaceTime verify. What you gonna do, sis? You ain't giving, I'm not giving none of that. You trying to come see me or no? <laughs> <laughs> if I ain't what you like, you can just walk out. It's no tea. My pictures are real. My pictures are of me. Mother, <laughs> period. Give you my that's pictures are real, honey. Get out of here. So I, that's just me. Like, I'm not. Um, I. I think that for us, we learn to navigate that space because the point, the goal is to get money. You feel what I'm saying? The goal is to get money. And when, and when it's this black market hustle, ain't no fucking rules. Like we, we, try, we try to play the honor among thieves. Like for me, I'm not going to be robbing niggas. Can I tell you that I ain't never robbed a motherfucker? <laughs> 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 Man, I ain't never did. I never, I never pinched nobody pocket. They pinched yours though. I did get, now I did get clipped two hundred dollars, but that nigga had showed me a machete, so I was like, "You got that." I had to take my L because I had, I was away from my purse at one point. But bitch, he had machete and cameras. You got that. You got that two hundred. Oh no, baby. I, I, my philosophy, you know. If opportunity arises, sometimes the opportunity is just too easy <laughs> for me. And I, you know, I I, rem I I can tell you the moment. Um, I remember I had a client, and he came, and he was um, he was looking to explore penetration, <laughs> and uh -huh. he wanted to be penetrated, and he didn't prepare. <laughs> for he didn't prepare for those things. And so in the moment that I had um, started the situation, he felt like, honey, the clue of mudslide was coming down. <laughs> and he, had to, he kept saying, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom. And when he ran down there to go to the bathroom, I, tipped, I, I saw his wallet. <laughs> and I looked into it. 
and I opened it up and it had so many hundreds. I felt like if I took a few of them, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> I don't know if he had got a tax check. I don't know what had happened, but it was just so many hundreds in that wallet. And, you know, I just feel like, sweetie, <laughs> you know, you don't need all these hundreds, girl. You really don't need all these hundreds. Let me go out here and, and I'm not going to take them all, <laughs> but I'm going to take a few more than what you already gave me. And... And I'm going to end the session because <laughs> you, you just dealed me so, girl. <laughs> the session's over. And so I'm going to say, all right, have a great day, sir, and lead you out the door. <laughs> and that's what I did. I feel like the opportunity was there. And, you know, no, I'm not pulling guns out on people. I'm not doing that. But sometimes the opportunity is just there, and I take those opportunities. <laughs> you are bold, cause I'm I'm too paranoid. I be thinking like a bitch is gonna come get me. I can't. Uh uh. I leave that. I be making sure a nigga know. Uh uh. I ain't mess with nothing. I make sure they pop. They shit is right where they can see them. I'll never be out the room with they stuff, cause baby, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a scary bitch, but I ain't trying to be no statistic. So I'm, but I'm not gonna let you handle me. That's not gonna happen. But no, I'm I'm just not that bold. I couldn't. I'm not that bold. I'm too. I'm scared the nigga is gonna hit me. Cause I didn't got robbed three times. So like the fear is in me. No shade. I'm feeling. You know I'm I'm a, I'm a risk taker, bitch. I live. A, I'm a trans woman. I live on the edge. Right. <laughs> baby. Black not now, not now that I'm older, because you know I don't I don't escort anymore. But when I was younger, baby, I was very with the niggas and get you before you get me. <laughs> and that was what it was. I'm like and that's the way love goes. That's the way love and this money hustle goes. <laughs> Once you come back and knock on my door, as soon as I open it, you're gonna have a shotgun in your face. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a scenario, but I enjoyed those extra hundreds for my rent. And hey, you deserve. I deserve. I deserve. I'm a black trans woman, and I deserve. Period. Then have to see another client. You could you just paid your rent. Thirty. <laughs> Thirty. Hey, So, you know, I'm always trying to see new transgender news, and you know, we had just talked about um, what's her name. I think her name is CJ. Yeah, CJ Smith. On a couple episodes ago, we were talking about how trans women need to be included into the Me Too movement and how she was violated in prison for years and years and years, decades. You know what I'm saying? Like decades of torture, of sexual assault, and she's still trying to come to justice, right? So I'm looking and I see that 
a new uh, headliner. It says New York County agrees to landmark, quote unquote, transgender jail reforms. And this white trans woman is granted $60,000 in a lawsuit in Steuben County in New York. And now police are saying, okay, we're going to, you know, help with transgender discrimination and we're going to do all this. And, you know, the reason why I bring all this up is because a lot of white trans people can't see the privilege that they have in the community because they're trans and they may go through stuff. And they're marginalized. But it's very obvious that black trans women are disproportionately affected by violence and poverty. And yes, y'all may be, but it takes y'all to be able to get these landmarks and these in these um, in these case winnings and all of these different things for culture to be pushed forward. And you guys, I rarely see you guys advocate for black trans women. Like I rarely see it. And all these examples popping up are just um, trans women of color in general, because in El Salvador. Um, police officers recently got convicted of killing a trans woman who had recently been deported from the U.S. She got killed. Meanwhile, this white trans woman gets $6,000 and they're like, okay, we're going to, you know, consider it. And then Amy Stevens, who passed away, won um, in Supreme Court. <laughs> okay. And... Um, this white trans teen won a case recently for um, bathroom rights, and he don't even go to school there no more. Like, he done graduated and won the case. But it seems like whenever black trans people try to push for these things, it's always a lot of pushback. It's always more struggle added on to the struggle. It's always more exploitation. Like with CJ Smith, the cops knew she was on the ass. They sent more violence towards her way. Like, it's just all these examples is popping up to where it's obvious y'all still benefit with lots of privilege. Even though you're trans, you may go through these struggles and maybe fight in these fights. It takes for a white face to show up for there to be any victory. No shade. Because I think that's... <laughs> When uh, Laverne was talking about um, the the trans woman who passed away, Amy Stevens, mm -hmm. um, when she brought up the case, she had a white trans man with her, Wh which is nothing wrong with that. But like, I could see like the privilege that she was using as far as bringing him on, and I'm not sure if that was the reason why. But like, to say he don't do the work, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not discrediting yeah. him by any means yeah. and or their relationship um i just like like visually i can see how she would get more attention because he was with her or i'm not sure how they identify i hope i'm not misgendering them but um he's a trans man he's a lawyer yeah. okay. that, the privilege okay. of i know he's non-binary or not yeah. yeah so it just it's just um when it's, you can see it though, like it's so segregated, like black trans, of course, each group has their specific needs, but when we go to places like the Philly Health Conference, it's super fucking white. It's changed from what it originally was, how black trans women created it. It's no, it's not the same 
and the focus is white people and when they have these conversations it's focused on white people and when you talk about it it's like oh it's so much hate going on in the trans community it seems so separated hmm i wonder why like there's a state of emergency that black trans people are in and we're getting disproportionately affected by violence poverty mm -hmm. health care all these different things like disproportionately and y'all are getting these small victims. The white lady was in jail for a month and got granted $60,000. Meanwhile, CJ Stevens has been fighting for, um, CJ Smith has been fighting for decades to get any push through, like anything. Like she's crying for help. Like, come on now, black trans women need to be included, me too. Come on now, these police yeah. is, um violated me they're allowing people to come in my cell and kick my ass and beat my ass and rape me i don't even know who one of my rapists is and wait 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 wait, wait, wait. and Laylene polanco is dead and her family cannot sue <laughs> to get sixty thousand dollars even though it's on video camera them neglecting her when she had a seizure in her cell and laughing like like never, like she's never dead that. Down. And then, you know, we, and it seems like uh, even in the community, it was a lot of um, people were really talking about it. And I think a lot of it was because of her passing privilege, her, um, how her proximity to whiteness was. I, I've seen a lot more people talk about it than I ever seen them talk about CJ Smith or something like that. And I'm not trying to say, you know, um, that takes away from the violence or, but there's a lot of privilege in the trans community that needs to be addressed. And I feel like a lot of white people need to pay attention to this type of shit because the white lady that won $6,000, I'm not trying to be shady, but she's Six not passable. Yeah, she's not passable. And it seems like people have, people only really care when it comes to passability, but you're not even that passable. I'm not trying to be mean, but you're not even that passable where you winning money. But it takes a dark-skinned black trans woman to be passable. I mean, that's not passable. She would have to work 50 times as hard. Versus one that was with the 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 most recent three organizations uh homeless shelters that have been made for um trans women these have all been made for by black trans women correct in or black organizations like the in harmony Houston. project if i'm not mistaken and like the like these um these homeless shelters that, that have been oh, yeah. they have been most of the ones that are out um that are new and directly directly um for black trans women were um our black people when we talk about um my sister's house in memphis when we talk about house of rebirth in dallas when we talk about house of tulips and the program they're trying to create in um new orleans when we talk about um you know i think casa ruby maybe i think i'm not 100 for sure about them but it's a it's a couple of that have that popped up that are led tr black trans led organizations it's right crazy. and you don't but you don't see though though no shade you don't see the white the, no white um trans people or white lbgt people helping the black homeless trans women or the because because i know that black trans women aren't the only ones that are homeless because you helped a white trans woman a young white trans woman when she was homeless you let her stay with you 
Yeah. So I, so I, I, I know that it's not just black trans women who experience this, but they're not doing anything. Well, yeah. from what I, and, that, and I'm, and I could be missing something, you know. No, the thing, thing about that. Go ahead. The thing is, they are doing the work, but it takes for their cases to pop up for uh, these big landmark cases to win anything. Like, like what Tory Cooper was talking about, um, Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera, they were street workers. Like, they were, they were sex workers, and they built a homeless shelter, and they did that 49 years ago. Meanwhile, um, when it comes to funding these white, built organizations oh how do we get the money like how do we find the money where do we put it like we always have to do our own shit when they know they got this access but well, they, they probably don't know they got this access but they have this access. no them motherfuckers know they got access and i hate when the motherfuckers pretend like they don't because my i've seen my own mother as a white woman use that her access they very much so know that they have yeah. it that's that's crazy yeah. Don't play that. Don't play that card with me. I hate when they give that. Like, oh, I'm not. They're not aware. And you clueless bitch. You know when you go into the into the store and you're not dressed to the tee. You looking comfortable. Don't nobody motherfucking follow you. Versus a bitch like me or a black woman who just don't feel like doing their fucking hair that day and they just want to wear that bonnet and put on something cute. It don't even have to be just basic. It can just be something regular. But wear that bonnet. I'm going to be followed everywhere. My my bag at at the store is going to be stapled on my way out. That recently just happened to me. So, like, they know. They know. Yeah, it's just, they doing the work, but it's just the only way we can get these landmark cases is if they do it. And they, they don't, I don't know if they see that problem, but that's a problem that's very obvious. You, you look at these cases and see it. Yeah. And I also, another thing, another nuance is that sometimes queer folks who are not black or not trans, they still got access to those kind of cisgendered infrastructures that they can benefit from. So going to a shelter is easy for them. Going to, they still, the re, they have the infrastructure to be able to use, you get what I'm saying, that is already set up for cisgender people who are on hard times. So we don't really hear about them because they can benefit from those things. We hear about ours because we can't just go to the cisgender women's shelter and benefit from that already socialist, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that's, that system, that's infrastructure and survival mechanism that is already in place for cisgender people. I can't go and benefit from that without it being some type of pushback. Without, you know, that's why it doesn't matter when we talk about um, Trump recently rolling back um, the protections for our healthcare and our public accommodations saying that people can turn us away if they, if you know, if they know that we're trans and they can refer us to them, if we are a trans woman, they can refer us to the men's shelter and blah, 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 and it be legal without um, any kind of consequence. It's just like that situation. That doesn't affect anybody except for us. Yeah, because I was just talking to a, um, one of my friends. He's a, um, a feminine gay guy, and he was talking about how he was homeless and how he, there was a homeless trans woman and um, there was a homeless trans woman with him and she no, he's he black and the, the trans woman was black as well. And um, they wouldn't allow her to go to the woman's shelter. They put her with the men's and she was sexually assaulted. 
and they they kicked her out because they felt like they kicked her out because I, they felt like she was you know the issue. What's the fuck? If I'm not mistaken, that's, that's not. But the, these are the that we're in. But there's these social even... structures. I just wanted to piggyback up with what Dama said. There's these social structures that it, um, when you think about our our oppressors, we also have oppressors within our community that oppress us because we're LBGT. And there um there are people who are older than us that put in th put things in motion where it oppresses us, and it's and we have to un overturn it as well within that that social structure of um you know that hierarchy of 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 heteronormativity mm. and what and what and what you can and what you can't do and these boxes that they place us in yeah what to talk to what i was going to say was i didn't even need proof to believe that actually it happened because that's such a repetitive thing that happens all the time where i don't even need proof i don't need a magazine thing this seems like the only time or articles seem like the only time my fuckers want to listen is if I have proof. Or, but like you said, we already got PhD in this shit to see when it happens, to recognize when it's happening. But a motherfucking trans teen, a white boy, won a case that he'd been working on since he was in high school, but won it when he was out of high school. Amy Stevens got always from far she died and won. Like, it's like, and meanwhile, the trans people, the black trans people that's being affected be fighting really for their whole lives. And you know what? I, I ain't gonna whole say this. Lives. I'm not gonna say that we don't get, we don't win, because we do. Because Diamond, Diamond was able to sue, sue her school yeah. and attend a prom. Yeah. So, I mean, we there are small victories, victories, yeah, excuse me, but they're not as much as our white counterparts. These are landmark cases. And they're not right? as easy. Yeah. There were landmark cases, like... A white trans woman was in jail for a month. One sixty thousand dollars for discrimination. Oh, that frustrates me. Like that frustrates me so much. Cause we was just talking about CJ Smith that's been fighting for like twenty years. Whew. So yeah, do the work, allies. <laughs> do the work, allies. If y'all have the privilege to get stuff heard, do the work. To put it out there. I wanted to talk about like um, a, a positive experience where you were on a date and you were stealth, um, and or not just stealth. You know, you just you know people didn't know you was trans, or maybe the person you was with didn't know, or maybe they did. And the what was around you? And know. what? Yeah. And the people around you did not know. You didn't get clocked. That's the tea. How was that experience for you? Or, you know, I just want to talk about a positive outing experience. Because, like, so much when I was younger, I, I remember there always being so, so many negative um, conversations about dating as a trans woman. And, and like, that was, like a, that was something that I needed from a partner. I needed them to be, take me out in public. Because there were so many men that are interested in trans women that are afraid to be seen with them. Mm. Mm. Well, you go first. I'm the first. I can. Okay. I, I. I. I don't think I. I've been in situations 
I've been in situations where a guy knew and other people didn't, but that happened so often in my youth that it, it nothing really was big about it. Like it was, that just happened. And so the, the most interesting story that I have is when he didn't know and, you know, I got pulled over by the police and my name wasn't changed and the officers asking for ID. <laughs> and I, I remember I had met him on MySpace and as everybody knows, I've talked about this before, I don't tell people my tea. I don't tell people my tea until I feel safe. I'm not having sex with people um, during this during this time um, that didn't know. But I will go on a date with you to see, you know, to see if we vibe. If we don't vibe, then I don't need to tell you my tea because I'm not going on a date with you no more. And I don't need you to know it. But if we vibe and I see, oh my God, we having a connection, then, you know, before the second day, I say, hey, well, you know, I felt we vibe last time. And, um, you know, before we go on a second date, let me give you this tea to see if you're still interested. So I'll play that kind of game. So is that dangerous? I don't think it should be because I'm not, um, you know, I'm not having sex with anybody. I'm not um, sucking your dick without you knowing um, in this particular situation. <laughs> um, so that's what I did. He wanted to take me out on a date. We met on MySpace and I was like, oh, sure. Where do you want to go? <laughs> and he was like, um, and he was like, oh, let's go to this place called Divas. And Divas is like a over 25, under 35 club that was, you know, old heads being there too. I remember Divas. Yeah, you remember Divas? Divas is yeah. like. Because they had that little ramp to go to the restroom. Yeah. It was yeah. it was it was cute. Older folks was in there. They would play old. They would play blues music. You know, it was very country. You know, very southern. All in the wall. It was a little bit bigger than the whole of wall. Very um. What's Slim and the uh, Slim and what's the name? What's his name? What's that movie? Queen and Slim. Very that. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. It was a little I'm bit. About the vibe. Yeah, the vibe was like that, but it was a little bit more um yeah, up bigger. Today in the way it looks, and so. We went there and we were dancing and we just had a fucking good ass time. It was cute. We sat and had drinks and chicks that um, knew him was all in his face and you know he he you know he has me walking through the club with his arm on my waist. I'm feeling love. Like the yeah, I'm feeling sickening. And so <laughs> now it's time for the club closed. We time for us to go home. And on my way home, honey, the cops stop us. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, oh my God. If they ask us for our ID and they get they get to dead name in and get to spilling my tea in front of him, I'm gonna be wore out. I'm going to gag. Because he doesn't know my tea. And I'm like, oh my God, what is about to happen? So the cops pull him out of the car um he's will okay so so take t out of the situation we are getting pulled over by cops so there there's the danger 
in that. <laughs> Y'all black. We black. So we like, ooh. So he was like, oh man, shit. And so when he says, oh man, shit, I'm like, and I don't really know this nigga like that. So I'm like, you got some dope in the car or something? Like, this was all that shit for a girl. Yeah, this is a hood nigga. So I'm like, ooh, you got dope in the car? Because I don't want to go to jail for on a motherfucking date for some adult charges. Oh, no. I can't wait for it all. So, I, so, he, so I'm like, what's up? You ain't got nothing in the car, right? And he was like, he was like, nah, it's just like, ah, man, I, I got warrants. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, in my mind, I was like, oh, they about to really lock you up. And he was like, fuck, 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 fuck. So I'm like, oh, what is happening? And so the cop says, hey, can I get your license, your license and registration? And he says, he showed them the license of registration, showed them the license of registration. He was like, do you have any, um, weapons in the car and he did and he says i have registered but we in texas so having weapons in the car ain't that mm -hmm. abnormal and he had he had um the license to carry you know blah, blah 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 and it wasn't in the front with us it was actually in the back in the trunk and so he showed him the license to have it and um and then he the dude brought him out the car and um and um opened the trunk all that kind of stuff, all, nothing. He's, and then and the cop isn't, it's two of them, they're two white cops, and they're not being normal cop assholes. You know how they be getting aggressive mm -hmm. and... Just be late for no just fucking... Just be late for no reason. They weren't doing that. They were actually being quite normal. Like, they were being, you know, very, like, normal. They weren't, like, I guess how cops supposed to be, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, you're being nice or you're being normal. <laughs> and sometimes you can take it off guard like, damn. Why you got an attitude? <laughs> so he, they were actually being quite nice. They had me, so I'm sitting in the passenger seat, so I'm nervous. And so they was, once they found out that, oh, shit, sir, you know you have warrants? And he was like, yes. And they were like, well, you know we're going to have to take you downtown. <laughs> because they weren't like um, I kill somebody warrants. They were like warrants for like traffic tickets and shit. So he was like, well, you know we got to take you downtown. So, you know, ma'am, do you drive? They looked at me and said, ma'am, do you drive? And I was like, yeah, I do. But I don't have a license. So I was like, you know, I ain't got no license. I didn't say I didn't have no license. I just said, yeah, I do. And they said, um, they was like, all right, sweetie, you're going to have to take his car <laughs> unless you're going to, do you want, he asked, he asked him, do you want her to take your car or I'm going to have to tow it? What do you want to do? And he was like, oh, she can take it. And I was like, okay. And he's not trying to give any kind of pushback, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And so I get out, out of the car and they give me the keys. They don't ask me if I have a license or nothing. <laughs> and I get in they, they, um, they asked me for my ID But none of them mentioned Me at all once, he's, once they found out that he has warrants Because you know I ain't got no warrants Once they found out that he has warrants They don't mention it at all Like they don't mention me Or my dead name or anything Because I hadn't got my name changed And it was weird and so I got off the car and I stood on the curb. They gave me the keys. It was like, all right, well, 
we're going to take him to jail. <laughs> like, they was really nice and kind of nonchalant about it. They was like, well, he got warned, so we're going to take him to jail. Good. And we had, I, I had to, well, he had to, we both had said that we were just leaving on a date. And the doctor, the cop was like, oh, man, whoa. <laughs> he was like, oh, man. Bro. He was like, well, sorry to mess it, mess it up for you. <laughs> sorry to mess it up for you, buddy. But, yeah, we got to take you to jail, bro. <laughs> That's how they talk too. Uh, and they were like, "Well, duh. it's just." But they, and they specifically was like, "It's it ain't like he raped nobody or killed anybody. It was just tickets, warrant. So don't judge him too harshly if it was a good day." That I'm laughing and saying, "Well, thank you." And I get in the driver's seat and drive his car to my house. <laughs> drive his car to my house. Right. He gives me his um his mother's number, and I call his mother because he wants her to come get the car. Um, and I call his mother and tell her what happened. She comes, she was she was like, um, I had to drive to her to pick her up, to take her down to the station to pick him up. And then we, um, then we drove back to his house. Then they drove, they drove back to my house and then they drove home with his car once we got him out of jail. And so all of this was super, super nerve wracking because I didn't want his mama to clock me. <laughs> you know, Baby. voice super high. Hey, <laughs> hey Mrs. Potts. Potts, <laughs> 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 thank you. You're as good as the da 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 it was a, just an interesting storyteller moment. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to be a story I can tell anytime. Yeah, I got <laughs> my date got locked up. <laughs> but yeah, it's never been something where he knows and everybody else don't know. And they always are positive. That's They always, you know, he's like, ooh, you're really passing. <laughs> he's, he's, it makes you feel validated. Like, yeah. Like I'm like, what do you thought I was going to do? <laughs> yeah. What's your story? I'm gonna go last. Okay. So my almost a hundred percent time when I go out. You better be real. You always did the tens across the board. I mean, there's been times I've been you don't five. Ever get I wasn't ever on a date. Okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like on dates we put our best foot forward, right? Like on yeah. dates we, you know, we fly, we looking sexy, we got yeah. our makeup, we got our makeup cute and yeah. and cute. It ain't, you know, it ain't to me. It ain't, you know. <laughs> you know girl, some girls want to give you bitch that contoured and highlighted down. Yeah, I'm not like that. When I go on dates and I'm trying not to get clocked. I'm giving regular. I'm getting beauty, but it's very regular daytime. Honey, like I'm going to the interview. <laughs> it depends on where we going. Cause if we going somewhere where I gotta put my best foot forward, where it's like a crowd, crowd, and it's and I know the girls are gonna push, like somewhere in Atlanta. Oh baby, I'm getting beat. Cause them the six girls off in Atlanta, baby, them bitches be pushing it. <laughs> but no, on a natural like tea, like like on a, like a dinner date or something. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be very. Very subtle. 
Not over the time. I think that's the difference in living in the South. Well, in not the South. In bigger cities, is that the the sister and the girls do too much, quote unquote. They, you know, they lashes contoured, um, cut creases, <laughs> and honey wigs stacked on top of wigs. They they're giving you a look. And yes. so when I came to Houston and I would go to, you know, bigger cities, you know, you can do a little bit more because the sister, the girls are doing a little bit more. But from my small cities, like from Indiana, Indianapolis and in Miss in Mississippi, baby, you can't do all that, baby. You instantly clock drag queen. <laughs> baby, they be like, bitch, if they can't see you without makeup, they be like, hmm. Yeah, it's it's the clock. And get this. And they'd be like, uh-uh, you got on too much makeup. That's a man. That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You ain't looking. Because the, the chicks in those areas are so plain Jane. They're mm -hmm. so, not that that's a problem, but you really, if you're trying to blend in with them, oh, natural, you really got to have your shit together. Mm -hmm. Girl, cause baby, and you in a small area, a bitch and pull a, a high ponytail and slick it up in a heartbeat, and that and it would be cunt, and the tray will live. <laughs> they will get their life. That Nigga be hard. walking down the street with your head picked out, bitch. Tray will live, it, especially if you walk with body. Oh, they gonna get their life. I yeah. seen it. Yeah, I just can't. I just don't. I remember growing up in Indiana in the in the nineties. We couldn't do all that shit. Like we couldn't do the lashes because the the cisgender girls were not doing that stuff. You they so you couldn't be up to date on fashion. No, you could <laughs> be, but it wouldn't. It couldn't be like over the top because it, yeah. it You would stand out too. You would stand out so much so that it would just be like you the only girl that looked like that. Mm. And even wearing wigs. Wigs is popping right now. But back in the day, uh, you sucking trite dick and he touch your head and it's a wig, that'll get you clocked. Because <laughs> they be thinking, yeah, no, here I leave not a bitch. I'm, I got a full Queen Latifah set it off underneath this joint. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's different now because wigs is kind of the norm. But back in early 90s, like mid 90s, honey, you cannot, wigs get you clocked. Bitches weren't wearing wigs like that. They weren't wearing wigs like that. It was roller wraps, um, pin curl ponytails like in the Watt video. It was um, French rolls with a with fresh A perm or a fresh press. Perm or fresh press, doobies, roller wraps. It was, you get what I'm saying? That's just what it was. <laughs> it, I can't even remember. So is wasn't even, or quick weeds. I remember, you know, kitchen quick weeds that had the little yeah. circle. Um, the circle uh, uh, and they had that little part that little glue in in the middle to make it bleed. Uh-huh. So you, you had that, uh, that little circle, that little uh, <laughs> here on the top. You know, you give a confidence bang. A bang. Yeah. Yeah. So you a bang in there, girl, or, yeah. or just get you a 27 piece. Right. <laughs> like it track hair was a thing. It wasn't bundles like it is now. It was tracks, honey. It was Remy. It, it was, was bundles. Bang. It was if you if you did long hair and you did a quick wave and it was giving that because like the way the circle set up you couldn't do a party if you did a party was ugly yeah so no. you, baby uh-uh 
It wasn't giving that. Okay, so I'm going to tell y'all about my story real quick so we can go. Because I know y'all probably like this be over time. It was with the date with you. Um, It was like the first date. Uh, I think we went on. I had on like this two top mm -hmm. with some bell bottoms. But like everything was, I think it was maroon maybe, pinkish. Pink. You had a bun. I didn't have a bun. Yes, you did. Okay, so the second day when I had my hair, my hair was long. You had video recording me going up the stairs. Oh, you're talking about that one. That wasn't the first. Okay, so. It was, was like the second. The second one. Okay, so the second one. It was, it was so nice because I hadn't been out on a date with any man and felt like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was being judged. I didn't feel like. Um, like you were ashamed of me or like you was looking around the room to see if anybody was, was that you knew you wasn't walking way ahead of me like you didn't want to be seen with me like it just and then and then it also like I didn't see anybody in the room but you so it was like we were in our own little bubble it was so nice like I had such a good time that like that was nice one of the most beautiful dates I've ever been on. And I don't think people knew our tea. I think we were passing. And if they did, we didn't give a fuck. I don't even pay attention to nobody. Yeah, I was like, we was in our own bu bubble. It was it was such a beautiful experience. Mm -hmm. I agree. It was like I had never experienced that. Really? Because I've always dated cis men. And like, even though, like, because I've, I've been in situations where I went out with a cis man and my tea was clocked and the tray tried to like belittle him and try to make fun of him. So it's like, but he, no, he kept his shit. He was like, yeah, that's my young with her. Yeah. And like, he, like he, he stuck his chest out. He didn't let them pump him and he didn't like betray me on some shit. But like, I've been in situations where like, it's just, I couldn't just fucking be in like, when I think about fucking, like, when I say fucking B, when I see cis women enjoying their fucking time, they're not, they're not worried about being clocked or all this other shit. They might be worried about how they look and all that shit, but that's, you know, that comes with being a woman. And when I say that, just, you know, just looking at, you know, being, sometimes we, we, we insecure about how our body looks sometimes in clothes or just, or just whatever, being pooched. The basic stuff. Yeah, the, but just the basic stuff. But like when I see them just enjoying life and going about doing what, and I hate comparing myself to a cis woman, but I'm talking about the freedom of Bitch, it. That's like, the they the blueprint. You didn't they tell you? They told you they the. They blueprint. did say they the the blueprint, but <laughs> it's like the, the privilege in that freedom is what I want. I don't want to be a cis woman. Like I don't care to have ovaries and bleed every month. Like. And I, and, and I thank God for y'all for ha being able to do that because, you know, without that, we wouldn't be here. But wait, I, but wait a minute. I just, I, I just want that freedom to just exist without scrutiny and violence. Mm. And that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Well, just say, you know, trans men can have children too. Yeah, of course I'm not including. I'm not not including the boys, of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> well, I think we did a show. Yeah. I think that um, I think that's what we're doing. I think we are creating a world for us to 
live in where we and other people who are affected by some of the systems that we are affected by can be free. And that is what we are doing. We are expanding outside of the binary. We are expanding outside of the binary of masculine and feminine, expanding outside of the binary of man and woman, male and female, all these um, binaries that we um, are challenging with our existence. The challenge, the, the, the outcome is whoever may not be challenging it to our extreme, but they are challenging it just by existing, they can be even more safe and they can be even more free to do what they want to do because of what we are trying to break down. So I think that's the work that we are doing. And we want to thank everybody for listening and supporting the work that we are doing. Yeah. Thank y'all. We hope y'all enjoyed these episodes with these cool people that we're about to put out. Ah. Already put out. Yeah, stuff we already put out and stuff we're about to put out. We can't wait for y'all to listen. And yeah, make sure you become a patron and support us. And we will see y'all next week. See ya. Bye, y'all. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be all right. Oh, don't you worry about a thing. Baby, it's gonna be all right.